you know, I've been muted all this time. That really fucking sucks. So I'm That's gonna hit my shit again. <laughs> I was I was sounding really good, so I'm just gonna do it anyway. So welcome people to another episode of the Tao of Dao, where we follow a Dao being built from the ground up. In this case it is a game uh, gaming DAO uh, that will uh, help players get hooked up with NFTs that they wouldn't normally be able to get. We have Mr. Forged in Crypto, Nate Harper, on board. And hey. we have Et Al and his friends. And uh, and we have Titan, of course. Yeah, we've got uh, Blake here at Betty Orb. I don't know how you pronounce it. It's Betty Orb. Yeah, that's good enough. good enough. And then we got Michael Barr. So, howdy. Just a few people today. Here, people? Do you guys hear sound on YouTube? I'm going to make sure that uh, in the beginning we know this. Okay. And no delay either. That's kind of weird. Okay. We're good. Awesome. I'm going to have to do this every time we use StreamYard because I don't get any levels. I don't get anything to tell who's connected. I, I miss doing television and radio where you actually had a soundboard and you knew what your levels were this is just wagging it just wagging it so speaking of wagging it uh there's this new dow that's out called players dow uh, i think you had a better transition hold on wagon <laughs> wagon it there's a wagons like in grit because right oh. now uh they have the grit play test going on right now too i you know we actually have a, a clip of that if i can find out how to there we go betty's playing it right now betty orb Oh, yeah, there you go. Just leave so. that on. Yeah. And I wanted a Faz radio overlay for the top, but you guys were all complaining that I'd take too long. So I'll just do it while we're talking. <laughs> and I don't have a good nerd node overlay, or else I'd use it. Well, tell me what you're Don't be a shit heel. What's that? <laughs> What's That's that? great. It said, don't be a shit heel. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you're watching the guys. Is that what it said on the deal? That's funny. You're supposed to be the one talking, not the one watching, Mr. Titan. Oh, so distracting. Well, I'm exciting, uh, excited to look at a new video game like everybody else. Right? Have you played this one yet? No, I haven't played this one at all. Um, I've played pretty much everything that's been out except for, what was that? Not the, uh, that one I couldn't get into. Superior, I can't get into because I got a shitty rig. Oh, didn't have enough uh, horsepower. I thought you were going to borrow your kids. Yeah, that's not as easy as it as it seems. It never I is. built him his own room in the basement, and you got to like he's twelve. So imagine like the mess and trying <laughs> to climb over everything, and then trying to log in and everything else. I was like, ah, forget it. I'll skip this one. Mm -hmm. So this is all from the rear, right? It's not uh, first person, or can you go into first person view? Mr. I believe it's all third person, similar to Fortnite. Yeah. Mm. Have you played it, Baz? Not yet. Oh my gosh, because I'm missing out. I don't even have any grid NFTs. What? I know. I mean, I might have some box that I was given for free. I think, but I don't well, that's all that's out there. I think, isn't there? Just the boxes, the grid yeah, boxes. I believe it is just a gun somewhere box. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. If How long you guys been? been playing on this well just started at three 
uh, the oh, place. like that new. So yeah, you yeah. guys don't know what the hell you're doing yet, huh? Oh, we played it. I played it. We've played it before. Like they've had other play tests going on. So it's been. I mean, they've been trying to do them every Thursday for a while. They took a few weeks off and brought it back today. So yeah, it's gonna be. A, it's gonna be a really good game. I mean, outside of Superior, oh, oh somebody just got you. <laughs> you don't even know where that came from. No clue where that came from. That was great. <laughs> outside of. Uh, I think superior as being like my number one right now from Gala Games. This this could be number two once they actually get a little more play test into it. Um, and I like The Walking Dead. Obviously, that's a good one too. So I don't know. There's some good games coming. Let's talk. I hope they get was- a lot of these out. I, I think we're going to start seeing a lot coming once once Spider Tanks. You know, is they need them to prove you know, what's happening and how they're going to do well with the tokenomics and the gameplay and all that stuff. And I think soon after that, you start to see a lot of other ones fall. So well, let's talk about this DAO because this DAO is supposed to be able to hook you, hook up a player with, with high priced NFTs that they don't have to buy. Let's talk DAO. I wasn't on the last podcast for the DAO. Didn't you guys do one last week? I missed out. Nope. Nope. This is, oh, this is a special podcast that you were a part of. And if you were not here, it does not go. Okay, I feel special now. We we had other fun besides you last week. Impossible. Don't, don't feel left out. Well, the Dow. So, I mean, let's see. We, we covered last work. time essentially the basics of what the Dow was trying to do with, uh, you know, providing access to you know certain NFTs for people to play uh, that they normally couldn't either afford or have access to. Um, we've talked about a ton of different things. Internally. That's a stupid-looking parachute. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a it's a wagon. It's it's a, a wagon cover. It's a wagon cover. You're in the old west, dude. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, you're good. Uh, I mean, we're kind of making it a little bit more distracting by having the gameplay on here, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, we recently opened up uh, our DAO Discord to the community, um, so they can come in and because one of the things with this DAO is is it ain't it isn't uh, complete. Like we've We've written a light paper, um, very, uh, we feel we've done a, a lot of good work to it, but there's so much more that needs to get done and we want the community to be involved. So again, opened up the discord for all sorts of communication coming through. Uh, it's one of the biggest things that I think we need to do is involve the community at all levels. Um, because if this does become the DAO that we want it to be, it's going to be for the community, right? So that's where we're at. So about that, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mr. Titan. No, no. So I I would assume you guys have had a couple more meetings. And um, what that tells me, I see that uh, over on the the linkage, there's some some vision laid out as well. You guys have been putting a lot of thought into that. Yeah, we've had a, I mean, we try to meet every week. Um, it's usually an hour or two going on. Um, internally with Blake and Michael and myself, um, been writing the light paper. Uh, most of the actual writing has been uh, Blake on his end and Michael coming in a close second with a lot of edits. And then uh, Faz, you know, in his classic fashion, uh, coming through and redlining everything and uh, not angering anybody in the least. Not one bit. <laughs> but, oh, that that was obvious in the conversations. <laughs> I, no. I'm told that my best quality is my worst quality. 
it's the delivery. That's all. Uh, you have a lot of great qualities that come to play and offer a lot to the Dow. So, uh, I mean, that's why I invited you on board. So, well, hopefully, but, hopefully you will you you won't take it personally, even if I do call you a dumbass. But uh, I I mean it out of love, kind of like for that moment. The bear, I just had to get it out. But later, I don't think you're a dumbass. No, you can't hurt my feelings, really. Uh, you can say a lot of things. All right, I'll, I'll be fine. So. I haven't called him a dumbass yet. I just reserve the right to later. That's fine. That's not very nice. Well, it makes him feel stronger. Just let him do what he needs to do. It's fine. Yeah. Ball game, man. <laughs> so anyway, so we've done a lot of, uh, we got the light paper out. Um, and again, like it is, it's, it, there's a lot to be done. A lot of things that we're working on. Uh, we just implemented some polls within the discord as well to ask uh, questions. So, as we move down the route with the, the tokenomics of the DAO itself and the different aspects that we want to implement, it's it's imperative that we get, you know, community involvement. So um, Doc's in here asking some questions. So I'm going to read one of his questions and see what you guys think. So this is my biggest question in this is how there isn't a token standard that exists yet, much less implemented to allow the functionality that would be needed. So what can be implemented will vary from game to game. And I picture lending systems are going to go the way of marketplaces where the game company wants a cut of the lending as well. Um, I think one potential how is that the DAO creates this standard and shows the amount of money waiting to jump at its implementation. People love to copy paste contracts, which is, I mean, 100% true. I mean, 90% of the stuff we see out there is copy paste. So realistically, um, the standard, when we talk about allowing people to have access, this is something I talked with um, uh, Titan a long time ago after one of the, the fast casts was, you know, what what did we want to implement to create a the ability for uh, people to come in and play? Because that's probably one of the largest things that I think we're missing in the Web3 world is the accessibility, right? Um, and part of that is creating what is basically just a front-facing website or a telephone that rings in the background no we don't want that uh something that just allows people to come and play the game where they don't even know they're interacting with web3 um recently we posted an article about cryptoids uh i don't know how many of you read it but their their implementation process is i think going to be one of the top that we see out there with their uh, basically they're just creating the ability to come in and people have these collectibles that they can have and it's in their backpack. And if they ever want to access those down the road, then they can learn about Web3. They can learn about how to interact with that. And that's something that we talked about internally for a while of the same type of thing for the DAO, allowing people to come in, be able to play the game. We manage all the back end, uh, connecting the dots for them. They never have to know that it's actually a Web3 game and they can actually still earn. Uh, some of those aspects, they're a little cumbersome depending on, you know, SEC regulations and stuff like that. But allowing them just to come in, earn it potentially, or just play the game. And then we can, you know, utilize assets with the DAO that the DAO hold or that their members are allowing the DAO to um, access for their players and uh, make it very easy for them to use. So that's kind of the overall arching view that we want to try and do. So. Well, the, the light paper, which isn't really light at 20 pages long, <laughs> um, the heavy paper, uh, that's really the only critique that, that I had with my first pass through it. It's, it's, no, no. So 
the the ease of onboarding, the quick, the the verbiage, everything like that is not player centric. All right. There's four and a half pages out of the 20 that talk about the players and the play and 15 and a half pages that talk about things that they're not going to understand or care about. So, I, you know, it's a work in progress. I get that. But I think, I think paper everything. Alpha. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that's really where it, it needs to change, right? So nodes, get rid of the word node. Throw it out the window. It has a horrible connotation. And a traditional gamer is not even going to know what the hell a node is. Why would they want to buy one, especially for, well, you know, what you got there? The gamer's not going to read a light paper. Well, they they will if you rename it from light paper to player strategy guide. Yeah. And changing the the verbs and the ter you you have to appeal to them so all of those things can be easily done i i like what i saw so far though you guys you guys have such an awesome vision and i think it'll be a huge success if you can actually put it into play what do you think about this titan i love the idea of the player strategy guide because you have two facets here you have the people that can <laughs> be a part of the dow from the back end you know the the helping of managing these assets, who's playing what, where, and how you're connecting the dots. But then you have the other side, which is the players. Like that's the big side. And so almost writing a whole nother player strategy guide of that front facing side to it. So you have two separate aspects to it, you know, and they could be two separate papers. Does that make sense? Yeah, they could. And it could be, um, and you could even, you know, have some fun with that and be like, for, for the crypto OGs, here's the light paper. For someone who wants to just come have fun, here's the player strategy guide. Um, you can you can turn that, but you know you you have and I hate to to sound like this, you know, saying that that the crypto people are smarter. I don't want to allude to that, but if you if you mention in there that you you have um, a community funded account, right? So I got this from Audacity. Uh, our buddies over at Audacity, they're rebranding. They hired a marketing company and they were talking about how they want to massage these words out. And it it sounds better to somebody who maybe doesn't know what they're doing um, to, to kind of rephrase things and put it into something that a person who maybe isn't a, a crypto whiz would understand right yeah yeah so renaming those things and it's their account it's it's not a node it's it's their community funded account that they contribute to and it gives them money back into their account and and it it kind of it takes that edge off of it, it people read that stuff and they're like we have no idea what this is forget it i don't want anything to do with it i got to learn i got to read 22 pages of this paper to figure out what the hell i'm doing i just want to play a game man i want to i want to go i want to use that that forge to go and build some cool shit that's what i'm here for totally totally agree with you 100% on the fact that there has to be something for the players uh this was I think the idea of this part was more for the 
people that are looking to help build the DAO, uh, the players right. that want to play, right? So, um, you know, trying to get the, and granted, we wrote a boatload and we changed a boatload and added. And I mean, it was, I mean, we still took out, it could have been 30, 35 pages, but. Uh, oh my goodness. Yeah. And, and I think, I, I totally agree with you. I, I, something more simplistic for actually both sides. Um, almost like a GitHub type of situation where you can uh, click through it, add in, you know, all the nitty gritty if you want to really get down to it. But then there's a basic over overview of what we're talking about, I think would be very helpful for people. I like that. Yeah, the layers, you know, people can read as far as they want to read. Yeah. Um, and that that gives them the level of information they want without overload. You know, if if I'm a player that that wants to come in and, and participate. And I'm like, oh, what's this DAO thing, you know? And I wanna learn more about it. You know, you have a, a basic first step, what the hell is a DAO, right? And then yeah. here's how this works for us. And here's what you can do in here. And you use simpler terms and walk them through it. Yep. So that's why you're here. I like it. Uh, adding those type of things that's gonna help, you know, describe this stuff to everybody else so we can we can do this. The, the more you can make it, you can turn this into what they're already doing on Xbox and PlayStation using the same terms and relating them over. That is going to be the key, I think, that you're going to need to unlock the door of getting traditional gamers into this space and letting them know it's optional, man. Hey, you know what? This stuff's going to go into your account. These rewards are going to go into your account. If you don't want them, that's fine. Just keep playing and enjoy. You'll you'll get this, that, and the other. And if you want to buy something, there'll be some some assets in your account that you can do something with. And we have you know community leaders who will walk you through if you want to learn how to how to push the button and look at this a little different. We have community leaders that you can work to one to one that will walk you through exactly how to do this, and you can do it at your pace. There's, there's no requirements. Just come here and play some games, man. That's, we'll, we'll figure out the rest later. Hey, uh, Nate. Yep. Um, what do you think about, you know, just hearing, hearing you and Titan talk and I'm, I'm not commenting because I, I was writing a lot of the stuff that he was complaining about. Um, but I, 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 hearing you guys talk makes me think that there needs to be some sort of players DAO like, uh, weekly forum like voice forum in in the, the players dow discord where a lot of people can get in and just start voicing what they what they need to say i think it's great just like we were having our meetings itself i mean we can roll in the meetings and then you know go right into a voice chat uh with the community as well you know start talking about certain things to be able to you know uh add to and take away what we got working are you saying you want those meetings to be public or publicly why listenable why not well then, make make it so that they can hear it, but not comment, and then afterward they can tear tear everyone a new one. <laughs> yeah, or I mean, when we really look at it, um, you know, the the first people that started it, you know, it's great that they, you know, were able to make the time and put the effort in to be there. Uh, but in reality, like when we look at who's going to provide a lot of the content, it is the, you know, it is the community, right? Like. Uh, I, I posted in there. I want to tighten in there earlier. You know, you tried to get them in there early, early. And it's like, as we started going down this route, we are going to realize there's so much more information there. And I don't even know if we need to have our internal meetings being silent, you know? Well, we can... So 
there's a lot of cat herding that happens when you when you have a public community. Um, I think there's certainly a um, a need to uh, what's, what's that? Uh, have a consistent message and so on. Uh, that can be public. Um, however, just realize that uh, there's a lot of, of cats to herd, and it's a different type of, of skill than it is just for planning. You you got to make sure that everybody has a voice. A lot of people can get upset because they said something three or four times and everybody ignored them because the conversation was going in a different direction. They're like, well, I've been telling you this for months. Um, you say that, you say stuff a lot about people can get upset. I don't care if people get upset. Like, I'm not, yeah. you know, it's fine. They can get upset. People are always going to get upset. I, I make I make a point about that because just looking at how Gala Gala's Discord goes, you have a lot of people that suggest things and then Gala actually eventually does it. But if, if you watch how they kind of quote take those those uh those suggestions they do it in a very um disconnected way it seems to be like yes we've heard you and we've decided to do this one small bit of what you said but we listened to you to our people and, and we've decided to go this way um i'm all for it i mean if that if that's what you want to do just realize it's it's a lot of hand-holding uh needs to happen when you when you're I think there's ways to work around it, like, kind of like the stages. So um, you can, you know, bring people on stage instead of having it just a kind of a free for all, uh, you know, and, you know, work different angles in that sense. I yeah. mean, we don't have to have a thousand people on there. I think we have what in our discord now, 55, 60, something like that. So no, I, I mentioned I mentioned the criticism because I want people to be aware that it's it's just going to happen. I have no problem with it. But it's it does need to be addressed. Otherwise, you're being kind of a dick and ignoring them. It's being like that, that's all. I just want to make well, it. A lot of people would say that I am a dick, so that's fine. <laughs> Lean into no, it. We're all here. We're all here. I see what you're saying. We're all here to work together, though, and I, I think it's great. I think we should have some more uh, community involvement with like voice chat and stuff like that. That'd be great too. You can yeah, get a lot. I mean, I'm I'm looking. I'm looking at this uh, right now. I'm looking at the community. Uh, roles in the DAO Discord and the intelligence factor and streamability and thought process that you can glean from these people is like of epic proportions. And and I'm not trying to kiss anybody's ass. These are people that it have while kissing asses. No. Yeah, no. So I mean, <laughs> this, giving you trouble. this is like a huge brain trust. These are the, some of the smartest people I've ever had conversations with, both on this show uh, and in discords. You know, in 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 all the channels that are there. I, you know, I, I'm I am so excited and so impressed, and I love watching this come together. It's cool, man. I think there is a ton of ton of smart people, and I know there's even more. That are sitting on the sidelines in the Discord that um, that are really smart, but they just can't make it public that they're there and are uh, watching everything that we do. So yeah, there's a lot of quiet people, even on the the CryptoFaz Discord, and a lot of people will just chat with me personally. They'll be like, "Oh, I have a problem with this," or "I want to weigh in about this," and I spend a lot of time trying to encourage them. I'm like, "Say something," you know. A lot of yeah. people want me to make their suggestions for them, and it's like. I, I don't know your full your full background and your intent. Can can you do it and I'll I'll help you out? You know, that kind of thing. 
Let me ask you something, Titan. Since you read the heavy paper, what, <laughs> what is your thought process on the token distribution of the DAO? That took me by surprise, the way that you guys did that. And I haven't had enough time, obviously, to dig into it and see how that affects things over time. I think doing it different is probably something that's going to end up looking pretty good on paper, though. Um, I, I've never seen it done that way. I, I, what I do like and what I think is going to be a huge part of this is the lockup periods, okay? Um, you're not going to have a situation to where people are just going to jump in and start dumping. A lot of people know exactly what I'm talking about when I say you give people the ability to do what they want to do, they're, they're going to do it. And it's, it's something where you're not professing, hey, this is a totally decentralized thing. You're not marketing it as earning. You're not doing things along those lines. So the expectation is, look, this is a long-term sustainable platform that you can be a part of, but there's rules. And here's the rules up front. And you have to be able to agree to these rules before you can become a part of it. And I think that sets it apart in a, in a huge fashion and only the people who truly want to be a part of it are going to do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was a interesting, you know, every, we were sitting here talking about the distribution of it and how you're going to do that. And one of the main things that from the beginning I've been wanting to do is how do you involve all the community and give the community, you know, not equal access, but, as much equal access as you can, you know, while still giving somewhat of a, you know, benefit to the founders that have come along, you know, not, not a lot or hardly, hardly any really, but give some, some, you know, idea that they were around first, but then still give people the opportunity to really, you know, uh, capitalize as, as long as they can that goes throughout. And so that's kind of where that was born from. It's completely different. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that either. And it was, I really want somebody that's way smarter than me to dig into it and uh, come up with the way that it's not going to work. Like, here's some of the reasons that people can gamify that system uh, and take advantage of it. So, um, I don't know. It's unique. It's different. It's kind of one of the cool things that I think we brought to the table to see about, you know, again, including the community, like throughout the time frame that there is a distribution. So, and then as we move on from that, there's so many different things we want to add, but you, you know, it's already 25 pages. Hey, the, uh, the founders get a role. We got a role. We do. What a role in the discord. Our names oh, are gold. No Novum. Novum. <laughs> Some, somebody already thought that there was a plan behind that. As soon as you start using Latin for anything, uh, then, then it becomes a, an evil plan. Yeah, Golden Hawk. He had his. Uh, he was playing into it. It was great. I liked it. They're really the Illuminati. Well, we weren't supposed to say that out loud. Uh, oh, in in, in uh, uh, all fairness, I, I know you know uh, Nate. Uh, as far as I'm aware of, is is the one that started this. Um, <clears throat> in all fairness, I I believe the the goal is that 
there's there's no one ring to rule them all it's it's basically uh he started it uh you got he got eight other eight other people involved to to start helping to plan things out and then the intention is to just get as many people as possible to get things moving so it's i think it's all in good fun but uh i know i guarantee it i guarantee people will come up with a mythos they'll come up with a with a narrative in fact, you'll know that the the Dow is getting somewhere when that narrative catches on. It'll be funny. We'll just have to play. Well, it. it's it's solving problems, right? So, um, companies like Gala have done a ton of cutting edge, bleeding edge, whatever you want to call it, things, and it's it's like turned around and and gone sideways more than it's gone up in the air. So. Everybody's kind of sitting on the sidelines has been critiquing that, and a lot of them have our uh, gala band role in the crypto fast discord. For, you really for think it's gone sideways, time. though? I mean, my my observation, and I'm not part of gala. I'm not paid by gala. I have nothing to do with gala, but my observation is that they're a typical startup that has typical startup problems. Except you're just seeing a lot of their failures and foibles publicly, which you don't see with normal companies. Well, Am I allowed to finish now? No. So you see that and you have all these people on the sidelines, right? Who can look at that with those hindsight is 2020 goggles on. And you can say, boy, you know, it, if if we were doing it, we would do it kind of a little bit differently. And, and we'd solve those problems a little bit differently. This, this idea of this DAO to be able to enhance and fill in the gaps of maybe what these bigger companies, not just Gala, there's a ton of other ones out there, but to fill in the gaps of maybe what's missing that the players want that they can't have over at these bigger companies. Or or maybe it's a super small company, right? Like Cryptoys. They're super small right now. And the knowledge and the mentorship and the ability of these companies to do something like a partnership to help each other out and take it to the next level is a win for every single person involved with that. From the DAO to the company to the players to the market to the news to everything. And it allows a lot more flexibility for both parties. I mean, it that's what makes this so epic. And when you have these community members that can come in and take their experience from plucking what they've plucked out of gaming and crypto and even the DAO side and the, and the programming side, and you can put the best of all those things together into one entity like that. I mean, holy cow, that, that is just epic. Definitely has some, uh, you know, high expectations. We've built in a lot of stuff that we really want to do. And I think with the uh, people that we bring in, we can. I don't I don't see why not. Uh, and, you know, these companies, Gala and, you know, all the other ones that are out there, we obviously want to work hand in hand with them to uh, do the right things uh, that they're expecting as well. Right. Um, to make sure that, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're doing right by the community. We're doing right by the companies and. You know, so everybody in Web3 blockchain game side can can succeed and move forward. So. 
Yeah, that's that's a really fine line. I mean, you, you don't want it to to come out being as that you're against these companies or you're undermining them or you're you're doing it better than they are and stealing their business. It's not about that. You know, there's there's just certain things that can be done that maybe these companies aren't doing or or what the players could benefit from. It enhances everybody. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, I agree. Totally. Let's see. Besides it being heavy, uh, what else? Uh, maybe we should call it the heavy paper. I don't think anybody's called it a heavy paper either. Why the not? goal is to Stop. get it to be the light paper. So start it heavy. Let's move to awkward and then maybe to light. <laughs> the awkward paper. <laughs> the awkward paper. <laughs> you know, I think I think there's lots of opportunities here um, to. Uh, to name rename this paper into something well and when you were looking through the other thing so so here's what i noticed and and here is something i think that i think everybody needs to keep in the front of their mind i mentioned earlier this this appears to be just from a couple of meetings that that you guys have had it seems like it is extraordinarily well thought out for an initial plan you have the benefit that some of these other companies don't have, especially Gala. And that is you have the ability to take your time and do it right. You're not rushing to be first to the market on something. You're not rushing to get your foot in the door and grab onto something that you want to do it before your competitors do it. You can take your time and do it right. And you can, you can, afford the ability to sit back and think very clearly about how things are going to play out and have all these minds working towards that that ultimate goal that is a huge advantage that you have yeah i mean in the bear market it makes it even better because you know everybody thinks everything's dead and we have all this time to build it and you know try to do it right well, that that is another thing is you're not asking people to buy anything. You're just asking people to come in and participate at this point. And there's no cost to that. And in a bear market, people are holding on to their coins and their tokens like there's no tomorrow. They don't want to have to spend anything. And they can come here and even jump in and start playing games and doing things without having to worry about, oh my God, what are they going to try and sell me? You know, it's, it's not about the sales. It's about having fun. So there's an interesting thing that Golden Hawk brought up and it was about the uh, distributions and it was a, it was actually a typo in there that was left over. So there's a couple different concepts that go into this first and foremost is the Dow one needs assets to be able to lend out and how does the dow therefore get those assets does it purchase those assets are they uh lent to the dow by somebody um donated or contributed however we want to go about it there's different ways they get in there but that also leads to the distribution of these play to earn games and how does that get broken down uh, into you know, uh, who who gets what? Like the, you have the NFT owner, you have the player, and then you have the DAO. Now the owner of it can also be the DAO, but doesn't necessarily have to be. In in certain ways, it may play out. Um, there's so part of that is is 
definitely a work in progress and trying to figure out how that that um, can move forward. The DAO is going to need money at a point in time to be able to operate because there's going to be operational costs that go into it. I mean, we've already put in uh, quite a bit just to, you know, create what we already have. And <clears throat> as we go down that road, how do we distribute that? How does that go about, you know, and we put a poll out like, you know, if you're if you're a owner of an asset right now, what do you think is a fair distribution for you as the owner to the player? Um, and I think it's different for everybody And doc brought up some good ideas as well as in that it's not necessarily just the, the asset. It's also what game is it? You know, how is that game played? What is the distribution of that game? Those can all play in different factors of, uh, how that distribution plays out. So, um, in a real world idea right now, currently I have a bunch of EVIO assets that I'm lending out and some of those I'm lending out at 90 to 10. Like the player's getting 90% and I'm getting 10% um, solely because I want people to play and I want them to participate and be a part of something that we're trying to create a little bit bigger. So it's, it's, it's a, those dynamics can't always be set in stone. Like if we put it in the DAO, it's like this, this has to be able to be changed as we move through the ecosystem and the different games. So um, <clears throat> Golden Hawk's been very, uh, uh, he read, he's reading through it, asking a lot of questions, which is great. I love it. I, I, I hope everybody that reads it feels comfortable to uh, ask those questions because that's how we, we, we work through this and get answers, you know? And now it's just the Fortune Crypto Show. So thank you, everybody. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for Titan to jump back. I've been, like I said, I've been holding back because uh, my my role so far has I've I've rewritten a lot of things in the right the light paper. Actually, I haven't um, removed any concepts, but I've, I've uh, changed the phrasing. I've I've seen a lot of repetition in the light paper. Uh, Titan, if you thought that the light paper had a lot of a lot of stuff in it to begin with, um, I, I removed a lot of repetition, uh, which just shows to me that the the original light paper authors were very excited. Um, but also something I, I tried to do in the light paper was call out, was highlight the specific, specific words. I don't know if, it, if the, uh, if the, if, if those bold, if that bold text is in the, the public version is, uh, I haven't even seen I don't know, the sure version. Let me, let me see really quick. In terms of like you... administrators and the departments. Yes. I did leave all of those like keywords. Oh, well, I, I added those in because they were, no, no, the, uh. There's some. Yeah. Okay. So all the bolded words I felt were concepts that people would probably want more information, such as departments, administrators, like you said, dignitas token, governance votes. Um, and hopefully it would be it would be nice to uh, to have a, a glossary that you can click on or highlight and see that that glossary. But these are individual players in the, or individual actors in the, the players DAO system. Uh, that people are going to be caring about the, the node system, for example, the math leaderboard, um, things like that. All those are, are important pieces that I know people are going to want to dig into. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's, and it's hard. It's hard for me personally. Uh, honestly, I, I rewrote it uh, for in a way for me personally, because those things tend to get lost in the text. You know, you, you see math leaderboard just talked about once. Um, 
And and then after, you know, at the very least, it's it's bolded and people can start saying, why is this bolded? Well, this is a major important thing. We talk about tiers in the in the node sale, you know, for for node distribution stuff. Uh, I want to make sure that that was called out, you know, just I, in fact, I even experimented with some red text vesting period of six months, one year, one point five, two years. I put that in red text. Um, feel free to call it out and say that it's too much. Um a lot of this stuff was just written in paragraph form, and I just had a hard time reading it. So, um, yeah, I mean, you, I think you went through and were very thorough. Uh, we definitely spent a lot of time in house here going through your questions, and we uh, moved things around. We were we, the original one was very much more of a scientific type of writing. Uh, and you can see that when we put out our other articles um, through Forge and Crypto, it's very, a lot of information in the paragraphs. So uh, I was going through some of the DAO comments and actually um, LLL, triple L, however you want to pronounce it. He has some questions in here too. So he says, uh, I read the light paper and was wondering since voting is done one to one, what is the incentive to start the DAO monetary wise? with the amount of time and effort it takes to start, how will that be taken into account with payouts, setup costs, uh, extra tokens, rev revenue for selling nodes or hosting on nerd node, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so he goes on to say that he's super green, doesn't really in the crypto side, but the reality is um, when I first was, you know, talking about the DAO um, with, you know, I was just talking with random people about what I wanted to do was, just create access for people so they can have it. There was no monetary like gain. Um, you know, it's not like I was trying to hundred X anything. It was more of a, Hey, I've put some money in here. If I get my money back out of it that I put into it, that'd be great. Um, if not, that's, that's a risk I'm willing to take. Um, that's not going to be the, the realm of everybody that, uh, comes into the Dow. And I think that what we want to try and do is make it so it's not, and that was one of the reasons of the tokenomics, right? Like, I don't want to make it egregious to where you say, you know, it, you look at any tokenomics, look at Gala, right? So in the first year, uh, how much of the total amount of Gala was distributed out to the actual nodes? I, I don't know the number, but I know it was a lot. I mean, in, per, in terms of percentage wise. And then who got those? Well, it was the founders, right? The founders got a boatload of nodes. Uh, and then the early adopters of the nodes, right? They got a boatload of that gala that came through too. So there were some huge advantages for them to be early. Now it worked out well for a lot of people that were, that came in later as well, but it wasn't distributed evenly amongst people. And not, it doesn't have to be right. Like that's, that's, that's corporatism. And I, I love the fact that we can grow things and, and, you know, we have this world where we can build stuff. But with this, I wanted it to, to be a little bit more of a equal playing field. It's never going to be totally equal, but having it so, if you do find out later about this in you know a year from now and you're deciding that you want to jump in and and get a node for some distributions or you want to provide some uh, quality aspects of maybe coding or uh content creation or you know rentability of something within the DAO, and you can earn that DAO token um there there's still that ability to really gain a a good share of it throughout so um and the, to answer the question of the incentive to start the DAO monetary wise, there was no monetary incentive to start it. So 
Wasn't there, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't there, isn't the, the token distribution done in such a way that it increases over time to where if you come in later, you're, you're not, correct. you're not screwed. Like, I know, I think you were, you were saying that, but I just wanted to make sure that people coming in later would have yeah. almost an equal chance. I guess I didn't explain that. So the, the token distribution is a, it's in four tranches over six months, each tranche. So, uh, and then every, every time it, um, you're going to pull that up. Yep. Sweet. So he's going to pull it up for the stream for you guys, uh, to be able to show that. So that way I can talk exact numbers, but ultimately every six months, the amount of tokens that are going to be distributed actually increases. So the bulk of the tokens actually get distributed the last six months of the distribution schedule the idea is to have the entirety of the tokens distributed within 24 months of when it goes live with the with the node distribution that's how the tokens get distributed so at 24 months all tokens are distributed we have the idea of putting in votes in place to um give the uh <clears throat> what do we call them? The departments um, who the DAO decides they want to be heads of these departments. Uh, so at that point in time, you can actually create this DAO at the 24 month time frame. We will then ultimately hopefully hand that over to the community and it will be a fully functioning DAO. So in the beginning, it's completely centralized right now, right? Because it's, uh, it's myself and Blackheart that came in. We brought in the other six people that were there or seven or five or four, whatever it was, other five outside of Blackheart uh, to then collaborate and create the, the light paper unity coming in. Once we get this going, then it just, you know, it, it moves down that route. And then once we go live with the distribution 24 months after that, that's the hope. Uh, and all throughout that we can continually move down the route of decentralized as, uh, as we can, and then hopefully be as a hundred percent a DAO at that 24 month time frame. I do like that it's it's specific but not specific. One of the big problems that a lot of these new startups have, and whether it's gaming or just out in regular projects that people build, is they make too many promises up front and then they can't live up to them. And I think that communication is key, but also not painting yourself into a corner when it comes to uh, set things, right? So you have to balance that right. And I think that the group that you have will be able to have learned lessons from the platforms they've interacted with to be able to manage that way better over time. Yeah, actually, I think there's there's some verbiage that that I took out uh, from the from the light paper or, or changed significantly so that it didn't look like a promise because I was like, oh, we're, we're saying this. Uh, no, <laughs> we don't know that. Yes, it's, you it's, did. It's and really easy. Uh, sorry about interrupting you there. It's it's really easy to get your verbiage wrong on these things. And as I find out in our meetings, it's really easy for me to say things the wrong way. And then people just take it a totally different direction because, well, I'm just a nerd and I don't really say things the best. But a lot of times, well-meaning people write things down and they say things and then people just they just run with it. They're like, well, you said this, you're going to say that and that's how it's going to be. And no, no. Oops. <laughs> we didn't mean that. Yeah. 
No, no, I think that was great. Another another reason why I thought it was great when you went through those because you write a lot of words and you put stuff out there. And as you start to read through it, again, this is why I want to make sure that everybody that's going through this knows that that's not a completed heavy paper or awkward paper, whatever you want to call it. It's not completed yet. <laughs> you know, we've got it. We've got the bones. Dow the paper. Paint. Let's make up our own word. <laughs> Dow paper. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this... This is a work in progress. I, I think people understand that, and I hope people understand that you guys have been very, very good at being open to listen. Even if you think like an idea is complete ass, you'll at least entertain it, right? So it that is that is another huge part of this is there's no corporatocracy there that's going to like shut things down People have the ability to contribute, and those things can be hashed out at any point along the way. Well, I'm going to beat this one like a dead horse. I, I, I like to, to give the other people's reaction to a lot of things that I see planned. And be aware that not only uh, – be aware that people in general, when they see this stuff, they tend to elevate uh, you into a corporate corporatocracy, whatever you said, they're going to look to certain members of the DAO and they're going to, they're going to try and determine who has the most influence. And then they're going to start trying to play people like chess pieces. <laughs> Something I learned when, when I was a development manager is uh, the first thing that happens is everybody starts trying to tell you what to do. And the, the same thing when, when you're starting up something new is everybody's going to start assigning oh this is the guy in charge this is the person we got to influence and then they'll start dming you and be like hey can you put this in or could you take this suggestion and, and stuff like that uh i plan to fight against that and i'm 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 happy I, i've been very impressed with how nate has continuously fought against that if anybody tries to to put him to elevate him even though he's he started a lot of the stuff if people try to elevate elevate him he pushes back. He's like, no, this is yours. It, do it. Do something about it if you have a problem with it. I like that. I have a plenty of other things that are mine. I want the DAO to be the communities. So. This is going to be an interesting way to, to transition. Um, and having that, that timeline guide and being able to adjust on the fly like that to hand it out and have the tokens out i think not having that uh giant liquidity pool sitting out there that's going to dilute things is a huge plus exactly yeah we don't want that ability to just somebody comes in we don't know wasn't really wanting to be a part of the community somehow has you know 20 percent, 15 percent of the tokens just sitting there and can you know manipulate the market it, it can happen still. Don't get me wrong. It can it happen. happen. But, you know, whatever we can do to try and, you know, subvert that, that'd be great. Well, we what's going to happen, what's going to happen is, okay, say in a year or two when, when people are vested and are, are starting to sell their tokens, there could be a rich fat cat out there buying up every single player's DAO token he can, can. And then two years after that, he's got all of them or a lot of them and, and is starting to and can start to really push people around with his influence. That's that's part of the things that, that keep me up late at night. Well, you the the way that you guys separated that governance and have the separate governance part is going to be a huge 
detractor for doing something like that, right? So it's one person, one vote. It's not like somebody can come in and grab 50,000 tokens and suddenly have 50,000 says in how things go. Um, that is a huge part of it. And then also separating it into a separate governance token that will help the community with checks and balances to make sure that those tokens aren't abused either. So, you know, one of the things that came up in some of our original meetings, which I don't think we talked about much, Nate, was the, the fact that we might even need more tokens, more more governance tokens or, or, or something. I don't know if it went very far. We, we quickly went past it. But um, that that's still something I, I wonder about is, is can one governance token be abused like that? And if so, would there be a need for more? Maybe maybe a token for, for lesser uh, votes or, or Potentially. stocks do the same thing. They have voting. Yeah. You, you can buy stocks that are you have voting rights and stocks that you don't. Yeah, I mean, even you just not even companies that have stock or, you know, that are traded or something like that. You have you know, ghost shares in companies and things like that, that, you know, you have the share, but you don't have a voting right. I think one of the cool things that we're going to try and implement, and this actually comes back to the Audacity guys, is they're trying to, or not trying, or they are working on creating a uh, wallet KYC. So working with a third party to where the only thing that that I see or the DAO sees on our end is, is a wallet that's been KYC'd uh, and utilizing that internally as a voting mechanism and trying to uh, subvert the idea that somebody's going to have an exorbitant amount of votes, um, you know, by whether they hold too many tokens or too many wallets, the KYC side will help circumvent that a little bit. Well, if, if, okay, just to, just to bring up some of this stuff now. So, okay, fine. If you have a, a person that has a lot of assets in, in the, uh, the DAO, uh, or, or interest, maybe they have a lot of nodes, they have a lot of NFTs or whatever. And they get one vote, are they going to feel a bit unhappy about their their level of pull? Because if you think about the United States, how they do their electoral voting system, you have states like New York with in California with a ton of people, and then you have states like Wyoming, <laughs> with with uh with what might appear to be oversized voting uh, abilities. That they, they they get three electoral votes when perhaps they should get less. Um, mm -hmm. Do you see that kind of thing happening where, where people with a lot of interest in the DAO and a lot of a lot of resources want more? I think that's definitely going to be people. People in general will always want more. Right. Uh, but our our goal is to not make it um, to where they get more just because they have more assets shouldn't mean that they get more voting rights. It needs to be uh, it still needs to be ran by the community uh, in my eyes. So. And internally with the votes, right, we have it set up to where it is departments are the ones that put forth these proposals for votes. And when these proposals get accepted, that's when it goes to the community and then the community gets a vote on that. Much like a company would have departments that are going to be doing work and, hey, uh, I need to, we want to add this game to the DAO platform, right? And they put it, they put it up as a vote. It gets voted yes and it goes to the community and then the community can vote on their end whether it actually goes through or not. The amount of assets you own shouldn't give you more voting rights than the guy that has, uh, you know, not as many. What if, uh, what, what if the, and, and this is, this is inevitable as well. And, and I'm just bringing this up just to be a pain in the ass. Um, You're good at it. What, 
What if? Very, very good at it. I'm proud of it now. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, so what if what if the Dow starts going the wrong direction? Because people are going to think this too. Two years from now, things get going, and the the people that vote are obviously starting to vote in their self interest. Uh, and I brought that up because uh, recently uh, our good friend Gary uh, has gone after a Dow specifically went after the voters uh if 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 all these voters start going the wrong direction the voters might be held liable yeah what was the i think there was some there was more to that it was a bit more egregious it was it was a bx px something yeah and 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 they were talking about circumventing rules uh however when you whenever you're talking about crypto crypto itself circumvents rules so i mean it, it the, the sec can get you if you start saying well let's let's try to abide by these rules or try to try to get around what the rules mean oh the sec can slam you and be like well pff, they were they were trying to uh trying to break the law here no we we're just trying to to do things different well and i think that's the overall ethos of the dow itself is we're not trying to circumvent anything at all we're trying to provide a service for people and in that we're trying to give the ability of the community to have a voice heard within that um can things go wrong of course uh but if we start the dow off on the right foot and have the right mindset uh, as we go forward you're going to move that direction because that's the type of people you're going to bring aboard to start with not to say that it can't change in you know as it goes down the road but that's part of the hope of starting it as more of a centralized organization to begin with in itself is hopefully we have the right um morals and idea of what we want to do with this and as it grows and as it you know gets handed off to um other departments and then the community hopefully that morality gets handed off as well um, I would want to make sure there's checks and balances against behavior that can. I, I see some checks and balances with with the emergency voting stuff in in the light paper, but I, I get a feeling that more will may need to, to pop up to to check a specific yeah. uh, faction within. I'm thinking years down the line when factions start developing, and and I, I'm thinking there's going to be a lot of po- a lot of palace intrigue going on and. Uh, I would worry that some facts that that there's well how how would power be checked that's all yeah and i that was a big one that we we in, we put into the the light paper very at the right at, at the end was kind of a the emergency vote type of situation and that definitely has to get expanded i mean you look at we're going to have internally we're going to have guilds that are utilizing the dow and the dow assets uh and be a big part of the dow because we have some of these large assets and then you're going to have different games, right? You're going to have, like, let's look at Mirandus and uh, Echoes of Empires, right? It comes out first and, you know, I've got a big, fat, ancient, you know, planet that's sitting there. And we're going to have a bunch of people playing there. Huge guild. It's going to be amazing. And then, you know, when I buy the Citadel and I put it in the Dow, that's going to have a huge guild as well. And now you're going to have these two guilds that are fighting over different things. Maybe they want uh, the the Dow to purchase different assets for this uh their game and not this other game and how is that going to work out who's going to try and get power here it's going to be like presidential election politics you're going to you're going to have some group starting to make commercials after a while i mean if if this really catches on in the 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 gaming world i could totally see that kind of shit happening especially if a guild is backed by a company 
like Epic Games yeah. or something, you know, oh, the yeah. Epic Games Guild, then the Epic Games is going to want to start pushing for power. If, if the DAO gets very successful, guaranteed to happen. Quote me. Yep. I agree. I don't, I don't disagree with that. Um, and I think Not that the, I have a problem with it, but it's, it's going to be. <laughs> well, honestly, be. when I look at this, I look at this as a great experiment. If we can start this off right and we move down the route and we actually can, you know, turn this into a, a decentralized autonomous organization. The, the way I think we have it set up now will really show what can democracy really look like. I mean, in, in reality, when we look at our, the U S right now and the voting and the gerrymandering we have in States and just the different, you know, how it all comes down is it's, it's not truly. No, it's not democratic, <laughs> right? Like it, it, it's just not there. If we can start this out that way, it will be a very interesting experiment to see play out. I mean, well, watching. Yeah. Well, 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 I, I think, I think a lot of this too, the leaderboard um, with that, I hate using the term, but it's the reputation or social credit score, whatever you want to call that well, go ahead, will help. That. Yeah. It, it'll, it'll help tremendously because those people are going to end up because of the, the rules of the DAO that the community creates, they're not going to tolerate it. Right. So those people are going to dilute themselves right out the door. I, I, it has to be set up right, obviously, but it, it is something that will take care of itself if it, it's set up correctly. My, my take on, on this whole thing, actually, the, the whole governance system uh, and DAOs in general is, uh, is actually heavily informed by a software development practice called Scrum, where you have uh, various stakeholders that need to work together, but no one's in charge. And the only, the only one who's technically in charge in a way is called a servant leader. Uh, they're called the scrum master. And their whole job is literally just, just to point you to someone else. If anything, they're the, they're the person on the phone saying, how, how may I direct your call? And the scrum master, that, that's that's what, frankly, I, I envision or, or what, what I've been seeing from Nate is every time he gets somebody pushes back on him, he pushes back on them. It's like, well, what are you going to do about it? And so that's that to me is is the best way to uh, to to run a DAO is to constantly push back on the people that push you. Being okay, how are you going to step up? Uh, so there, there's more on on Scrum if you were to look up uh, Scrum in Wikipedia. But it's a it's a it's a system where no one's in charge and stakeholders um, really kind of have to work within a specific system. And there's actually different levels of stakeholders. There's there's some stakeholders that are very involved, and then there are some that aren't. And I I, I think that's going to happen as well. Yeah, I, I I remember you posting that a while back somewhere. I can't remember what it was, but I read with it. the chicken and the pig story. <laughs> uh, I'll tell that story. So in uh, in Scrum, they have a story that explains how the system works. By you have a chicken and a pig. They want to start a business called uh ham and eggs and uh you know they, they start talking about how they're going to do things and the chicken has a lot of opinions and the pig at one point shuts up the chicken and says look i, I really understand that that you 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 mean well and you want a lot but uh, i'm a bit more invested than you are i think that's going to happen with the dow as well you're going to have people that are invested in different ways but you still want to know 
what what people think that aren't as invested. And if you notice, the people who aren't as invested, the chickens, they're going to be a lot more vocal than the pigs. The pigs want to move slowly because they want to make sure they get it right because they're very invested. Um, I see that happening. I don't know how it's going to happen in in this DAO, but I, I'm, I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will too. Oh yeah, he's he. Uh, Blake's looking up Scrum, Scrum Wikipedia. <laughs> I figured well, I'd look at the stream. You this still is have my to... angle. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to say that this is the angle, but this is how I see it, and you guys can see it. I want you guys to see it in another way. Uh, but... I figured he was over there on his computer. You might as well pull it up, right? Just don't, just don't pull your private keys out. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> Not that that's ever been shown. You can go look through all the hundreds of Fazcasts and look for his private keys. Oh my God! What was that guy's name? He just got hacked. Um, that that uh, that that uh, the the gamer guy that all the kids watch. The, he does uh, he does all the crazy stuff. Mister Mister Beast or Mister. Oh, he did. He got hacked. Yeah, yeah, he did. So. He he had his house broken into, right? And he's yeah. telling he's telling this story, and he's like, you know, so I leave my my MacBook there, you know, and I don't think anything of it. My house gets broken into. He goes, and what do I do? Is uh, I had my private key in a folder called my private keys, <laughs> <laughs> and so luckily uh, he got to it before they were able to drain the wallet, but. Uh, he was like, "Yeah, I'll, I learned my lesson really quickly that you got to right. be a little more careful with that stuff." <laughs> Obfuscation, folks. If you have a private key, obfuscated. He should have labeled it "not my private keys." <laughs> Duh. Right. <laughs> um, I think I just we got a little event coming on tonight. Did I? I did. I sent you a picture. Do we have do we have people here in chat that want to uh, have any questions? I see uh, Titan's making fun of me. You always make fun of me with Uncle Titan stories. Oh, I know. Shit. I know. I know this isn't for Faz, but uh, this is what I'm eating tonight. What is that? It's, it's orange. An alligator. An it's orange alligator. alligator. Oh, it's. I've never alligator. had alligator before. That looks like uh, downtown. Is that right? It's at the bank. Okay. He's downstairs at the oh, bank. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, That's uh, kind of wild. Does yeah, it so taste leathery? Uh, I have no clue. It's, not yet. It doesn't start till six. We got whiskey coming in tonight. We're doing a whole Weller tasting deal. And then we got some alligator and rattlesnake. And there's some other things, too. I don't even know. So it should be good. pretty cool. Okay. I really need to move to Oregon. Yeah. Maybe so not Oregon. Oregon. It's a little rough. Um, it's a beautiful state. Don't get me wrong, but man, the politics are rough. That's that's yeah. I, I moved out here because I'm more liberal than you, <laughs> apparently. And the taxes are rough, dude. Oh my god, yeah, the taxes are a pain in the ass. All right, what else we got? Okay, so you want to talk about anything else other than Dow? I got a, probably about another half hour before I need to. Well, it sounds like this is where things break down. Just start, just start coming up with bullshit and, and spitting it out. Might as well. I mean, there's some big news in Gala today. Might as well big talk news. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I mean, Jesse. Jesse's gone. Oh, no. Yeah. What are we going to do? 
Sounds like an opportunity to me. Contact him quickly. <laughs> yeah. We need some Dow help. DM, DM. Jesse, come help. Come help. It's like Batman. Can we throw the bat signal up? It's the Jesse signal. Is it a hammer? The band hammer? I don't know. Well, he did say he wanted to go con- consulting for a while and just think about what he wants to do next. Well, so I, I, I wanted to comment on that a little bit because I've been telling a, a lot of people have been worrying about uh, what it means when people people leave Gala. And I've been saying for the last year and a half that, look, Gala is a startup. Gala is going to go through probably 100% turnover at, at a certain point as people cash out, decide that they're tired of the bullshit, um, get pushed out, get replaced. Because remember, Gala is trying to scale up and they're trying to get better talent. And at the same time, uh, you know, they're Eric Schiermeyer reminds me of Steve Jobs. Um, Steve Jobs was not the nicest person in the world, but he got certain results and he went through a lot of people to do it. And a lot of startups do the same thing. They got they're, they're trying to find their identity, trying to find what they want. And then people decide, fuck this shit. And then they leave or they get pushed out. So I don't I don't see it as a bad thing. And I've been trying to tell people over the last year on CryptoFaz that this is natural. This is OK. Chill out. Don't freak out. It's just people don't like the, the stress. My my biggest stressful jobs were the three startups that I worked for. I, I was the most stressed out in every one of those. And each one of those were just happy to hand out titles they're like oh you want to be a manager something here you go and then you are the manager and then they started knocking you around and then and then you'd leave they go through the next two managers because they wanted a specific thing that's not wrong but it it's very rough and it takes a while for the comp- a company to mature and find its footing and i think gal is still building so i'm i personally have a a lot of uh a lot of uh motivation i think i think gal is going to do okay despite in these in these companies like that like with the startups i've been uh involved in that as well what you'll find is the people that aren't the yes people are the ones that end up either getting walked out or walking out on their own and that that creates even more toxicity um you know people's people they'll say oh well this person's a pain in the ass well, it's those people that are the pain in the ass that a lot of times are the ones a company needs. They don't need yes people. That makes it worse. Well, those people start their own company. Remember, to give an example, um, uh, Ethereum had Vitalik uh, Buterin and Charles Hoskinson. Vitalik Buterin used to work for Ripple, and he, he left because he wanted to do his own thing. And so he started Ethereum. Well, he started Ethereum with Charles Hoskinson and some other people. Charles Hoskinson got got tired of the bullshit. He left. He made his own thing. So watch these people that leave Gala. And if they are if they are what we think they are, they're going to be getting involved with some bigger, better shit. And they're they're you're going to hear their names again. And then, and later you're going to be like, oh, this person worked at Gala. Wow. And and so it's Gala companies like Gala. I think incubate people. Startups definitely incubate people. To, to learn a lot of different things. You wear a lot of different hats in a startup. And I think of my startup uh, experience as probably the most, uh, is a fire hose. That's why it was so stressful as I was learning so much. It was a fire hose. So it's not bad, but people totally wig out, especially if you're an investor. 
Well, I I had my first experience with that. It, the office was so small and they were scaling up so fast. The first thing I did when I got there was uh, I had to build my desk uh, and it was in the hallway and I was sitting next to the CEO, which was fantastic. The guy's a freaking genius. Um, but I, I started asking him, I'm like, you know, well, how, how do you envision me you know, running the, the training and everything else. And he goes, dude, you got to figure that out. That's why I hired you. You're smarter than you think you are. Just go figure it out. And I went, oh, and that right there, that set the pace for the rest of it. And we just, it, it was one of those, you know, just do it and ask for permission later kind of things, ask for forgiveness. And it, it really worked out in a lot of different ways and shaping things from that style worked very, very well for that company. Right. When, when Paladin actually came to, uh, to Gala Games, the first thing I thought is who's leaving because Paladin was uh, Eric Shiremeyer saying to everyone, look, I just got a high powered dude who, who was, who, who's doing, doing some stuff. He's worked on some AAA games. He knows the shit that he's doing. Well, he replaced somebody. He, he, he didn't just jump into a void. There was a person that was in charge before, and that person either left or got pushed aside because, and, you know, these things happen in startups, and people start getting pissed because the because Eric has his plans, and he's going to be like, well, we need to make this bigger. Let's do this. Let's do this. And they start knocking heads together, moving things around, and people people don't want to be knocked around. They, they, want, they want an ability to, they want to show how much that they can do stuff and when a when a boss comes and just says, "Okay, you're out of this position, you're doing something else," people get mad, and it, I see it as as natural, but but people can certainly be dicks about it. <laughs> well, and I think uh, this is a uh, as it is still a startup in a sense, and it's a little different when you look at the community got really like bent out of shape because there was no announcement or whatever to say Jesse's leaving. And in all reality, normal companies aren't going to make an announcement that, that that somebody's leaving the company. The reason that they were very vested with it is because a lot of them knew Jesse before he was part of Gala, right? He was part of the community first. And it was the same thing with Doc. And it brought about a different feeling, I think, for these people. And the other thing to keep in mind is look at how much Gala's changed from a year and a half, two years ago just in their their trajectory of where they want to go with what they're doing to now and you can't so expect that, people you're right and you cannot started that out to 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 all stick around i mean everybody isn't going to be able to ramp up at the same speed right or or be on the same page yeah vision vision is a big one and this is what people get butthurt about and I, i'm sorry but it, it's it's I'm sorry to say this, but it's Eric's vision, and from from everything that I hear, he's not the nicest guy. He has a he has a, a, a reputation of being known as Darth Vader, so you know, but he knows what he wants until he doesn't, and then he changes. I mean, it's his prerogative. Um, if I was if I was in charge of a company that did that stuff, um, you you find out that a lot of the people that work for you once they start working against you. It's like get the fuck out of here, dude. Look, I I hired you to get this done, and now you're you're arguing hard against it. Um, this is my vision, and this is what I want. You either make it work or you're gone. Now I'm not I'm I'm trying not to support the idea of asshole bosses. I'm just trying to say that 
Bosses need to do that, whether they're assholes or not. It's all about the assholes. <laughs> well, I mean, you have to you have to set boundaries, though, too, you know, and the if and, and you've brought this up fast before on several occasions and and this kind of even ties into the Dow. You can't you can't have the mob mentality. There there has to be some semblance to what the community's boundaries are, especially when you're getting started, right? You can't you can't just let them rule everything because they will do everything in their self-interest and then that just turns into a big pile of steaming dog shit. And I I think I think having the wider vision in a lot of cases to get started and then you narrow that scope and then step out and step away. That's, and that's the, the premise of like a DAO or, or anything decentralized is you close that window and then you walk out. And if you've done your job correctly, it runs like a clock from there on out. That That is so hard for people in business to do, to set things up and step away. Those are the real, in my opinion, those are the real visionaries um, or, or you're, you're a visionary if you can get people to, to do what you do and do it without you needing to be there, in my opinion. But if you have to go in there and manhandle every, micromanage every goddamn thing, I mean, uh, that's not going to work too well. Micromanaging never works. You've got to find people smarter never. than you to just do, to get yeah. the shit done. I shouldn't say never. Uh, I just that's not my wheelhouse. I dislike micromanagement. So, so, but some people live and die by that. They they can't you know take their finger off the pulse, and they need to be a part of every little thing. So. Well, I think that's great for smaller companies, not for larger ones. Personally, for smaller companies, it's kind of your own personal vision. Uh, for for larger ones. It, Larger ones, you have to be inspirational. And that's where people start breaking down is is it's one thing to know what to do and to have the skills. It's another thing to inspire other people to do it when you're not around. My observation is that with large companies, with asshole bosses, is the company succeeds despite the boss. Because the boss has communicated a good vision. And then you have those lower middle managers, actually, who are more inspirational. Uh, and then the big bosses are just, they have a point, but they get in the way. Yeah. Not making any it. suggestions or illusions. I'm just giving examples. Well, what else do we want to cover? Well, uh, I've been, while we've been talking, I've been making some uh, Zipbug physical NFTs. Um, and uh oh yeah talk about that that's really well, cool there, there's a couple zip bug things i'd like to talk about are you I've whittling been... hmm? are you whittling no no whittling he's burning shit though there's fire <laughs> involved fire involved um <laughs> but uh i've been i've been talking with with uh members in the players dow about uh including the zip bugs uh in in certain aspects of the dow um and these these physical NFTs, the first I'm, I'm just mailing out some free ones to kind of one advertise the kind of stuff that I plan to make for physical NFTs it, to get get some give some people some some thanks because I don't have a lot of purchasers of Zipbugs out there, 
but uh, I, I was wanting to to mail some physical NFTs to the purchasers that, that are out there. Uh, some of the purchasers, not all of them. Um, and then, of course, there's always going to be some physical NFTs sent to uh, CryptoFaz Academy Zipbug student holders. Student bug holders. So there'll be some of those too. How, you, uh, they how will, do you select people you're sending stuff out to? Um, Semi-random. <laughs> <laughs> Basically... Hey, this looks like a good person to send it out to. I, I, I admit I'm, I'm not going to be random. Um, I'm honestly, I'm going to go toward people I think that will be able to show uh, what's out there. It's it's purely an advertisement thing. I want people to see the kind of stuff I can make. And if well, happy- and there's well, there's a there's a line too. like, you know, people, there's certain people that appreciate the bugs for what they are. And there's other people who just are like, oh, free NFTs, gimme, gimme, gimme. There, I mean, there, there's a big difference. Right now. There are three people out there right now that like every goddamn Zipbug thing I put out on, on uh, in the Zipbug's Twitter, and then they buy them. Well, they're getting one because because I want to reward them because, they, they, you know, I, I really, really enjoy that, you know, I'm, I'm making somebody happy. And my, my goal is I, I want to do this. I want more physical NFTs to come uh in the future i i want to i want to have fun making this stuff and getting paid for making the stuff in the future uh as far as the dow goes um i i've been talking with people about uh associating them with the leaderboard about making Zipbugs prizes or avatars for the leaderboard uh we're still starting that out and the leaderboard has a, uh, some some directions to go so i i can't uh can't promise how they're, they're going to be involved but the, that's the ways we're talking about them being involved. Yeah, I think we just posted up the the a portion of the leaderboard stuff in the light paper today. Yeah. Oh, that's that's what I wanted to ask too. So in the meantime, while all this building is going on and these these play tests, uh, that was great. You guys showing that grit. Are you going to be hosting? Because I know we do game night. Are you guys going to be hosting uh, game nights or or play time? for a lot of these things also oh yeah for sure lots of stuff because i mean right now we're hosting it's for evio uh uh, i saw that i saw the tweets on that yeah trying to get some tournaments going because they're utilizing that leaderboard system well they're doing it for spider tanks right now building some stuff out and then we just implemented it with evio and the the moth right now and it's it's really cool and it just keeps adding to it um deadly's he's coding in some stuff he's pulling some of the information from evio and we're able to see the kills and the you know just a, a whole bunch of different stats that comes from the game it's 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 gonna be really cool i think it really gives a whole nother aspect to the the gaming side of it and not just that game that you're playing but the overall experience and you know what you're doing within the community that's why i think the, the leaderboard as it develops and uh, it moves through time here. It's going to be really integral in the DAO. It, it's going to be pretty awesome. I'm going to see if I can pull that up. Keep so is there a specific, yourself. is there a place that people go for that? I mean, it, do, do you want them to come to the player DAO? Do you want them to go to a another uh, Discord or uh, so for right coordination DAO, on that? Right now the DAO doesn't have any assets it doesn't have anything into it right now. It's all in theory. Um, so we're testing stuff out within the mafia. And uh, so we have EVIO right now that, that has 
uh, a Discord for it. Uh, if you want anything, you can DM me or DM Timbo. We can get you in there um, so you can be a part of that. I've got NFTs if you want me to loan you some so you can play. Um, but then we have some leaderboard competition that's going on. Uh, then we have uh, CryptoBots is coming on soon as well. And so we'll probably start doing the same thing after the first few weeks that we uh, see CryptoBots going and how the play to earn aspect is going to be there and how we can implement the uh, potentially the leaderboard within that as well and start to just kind of keep expanding it throughout the different ecosystems. And hopefully, as we move down this route with the DAO, we'll start to create the same thing within it and then we'll start to push people towards that aspect as well as we start to you know add assets and uh different gameplay within there so so, Spire Tank's so i have it up probably, on the screen i'm sorry uh, i was just gonna spider tank's probably gonna be the first big one for the dow uh that we bring forth so so i have this up on the screen uh we have uh apparently this leaderboard and and i'm i'm I've heard a lot about this, but I haven't seen any of the text until just now this minute because I've been working on other parts of the white paper. Um, the math ecosystem is what sounds like this this leaderboard is called. I don't remember <laughs> talking about a math token, but I'm happy to see it. Um, of course, uh, there's there's a profile part of it, and then there's a, a, a trophy case. I know that uh, NFTs are a big part of this. It's not just going to be in Zipbug NFTs, by the way. It's going to be a whole bunch of others. I, I know that they're they're putting other things together. Yeah, I think um, so. He's pushing stuff in there. He had this built out, um, and he actually had, uh, I say him, it was him and a few other people within the mafia, uh, as in Timbo. They built out their own. They were going to do a DAO as well. And we got... I was telling him about my DAO that I was looking to do, and it just kind of made sense to combine the two together and move it forward because it's you know, like minds, you know, wanted to create similar similar products. They're very focused on the esports side and the player tracking and the ability to create more um, more to the game than just the game. Um, so that's that's where they're really excelling. I think they have a lot to offer. So so why? Um, maybe you just said this. Why did you decide to join forces again? With Timbo? Yeah. Well, ultimately, we've been working together for a while. We met in Gulliverse, the first Gulliverse uh, in person and chatted about a lot of things and really just saw a, in terms of the ecosystem and what we wanted to do in, in the, with the community, we have a, a very like mind of wanting to provide more to the community than just hey i have an asset come play with my asset and and you know my my tank and make me money uh we wanted to create more for it and he had a different side of it his was more on the esports side the player side like giving them a little bit more of the um gameplay like extra gameplay that goes throughout and create a, a better experience not just the game you know and then from my end was more of providing um access to you know these these you know playing the, these player pieces to be able to be a part of the games and he's just a good dude like talking to him a lot and seeing what he wants to do and you know we've helped each other out in a bunch of different ways so that's where it came from all right yeah i i, I like um well i've been seeing especially in bear markets i've been starting to see a lot more partnerships between existing entities like uh 
what was uh, Gala just just got together with Upland? Is that right? Yeah, Upland. Um, I'm starting to see a lot of disparate. I, I think during this bear market, a lot of people are going to be struggling on their own, and they're going to be wanting to join forces just just to stay alive. Uh, in in this case, it sounds like it's it's a different circumstance. It sounds like it's just a better way to to advertise each the need of each uh, entity here. I think the leaderboard is almost an essential part, should be an essential part of the players DAO, because not only, I mean, you're going to want to rent, but you're also going to want to give people a reason to rent. Okay, get get high up in the standings, win win some prizes, you know, win some credibility, and just play, you know. And there's other things to do when you're just, when you're playing and having fun with the game. You can. That's what the leaderboard brings into play. A lot more, a lot more involvement and just kind of engagement throughout. Daily challenges. Yeah. When I when I I think of there's a there's a lot of the esports direction shows to me that there's a lot of competitive players out there. I I hope this is going to be a little bit like Magic the Gathering. Magic does have uh its its east its its sports direction or it has its tournament kind of stuff, but there's also a lot of different levels down to just fun gameplay. Um, and I would hope that each of those areas are supported well. It looks like they are. Yeah, definitely. That's how I imagine it. And I know he doesn't have the full um, vision that's in the light paper. I know there's some things that he wants to kind of keep close to the chest right now. Um, understandably so. There's a lot of you know IP that he has built into it that, he, that they... Um, they don't want just anybody to have right now. So well, what's Which, this marketplace? What's this about? Got to read it. We well, should, I'm, you know, what you should do. You should have Tim on to talk about it. That's what you should do. I should. I, I'm just. Have... I told you this is the first time I've seen this written down, and I've heard. I've heard people talking about it, but I don't. I don't want to misrepresent it and say Let, that I know everything. Bring Tim on because what you hear, it's just like anything else. Like if Tim you're. Your zip pets, your zip bugs. You hear zip pets? My zip pets. Zip <laughs> they could. Well, aren't you gonna have zip pets with your zip bugs? I could. Yeah, I could. That's a great idea. I, I like it. I, I've now trademarked the term. So thanks for that. It's the next iteration. Zip pets. When he talks about it, you're gonna hear the passion of why and what's going into it and everything like that. And that's where you'll see the vision coming through. So definitely have him on to talk. Uh, have you Putting had him you on? on notice, Timbo? Coming after you. We're gonna have you on here. Have you had him on before? Nope. Nope. I, I, I told you guys I'm gonna grab each of each of the, the people in the, the uh the players DAO if I can and, and have them talking. Especially if community members start getting really involved. If if Jesse gets involved, I, I wanna have him on talking about this DAO, about what he sees. My biggest concern about this DAO is how to make this legal. Because DAOs are new and mm. Gary Gensler is an asshole. And he's going to really try to shut it down, in my opinion. No, fast. No, he's gonna. He's protect, not an asshole. He's gonna protect the people. That's oh, oh. ah, yeah. Okay, I get it. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, so. well, the the, the U.S. Wording. government, wording. the U.S. government is very, very wary about this kind of thing, and really, they they want to control it and. What what I think is going to happen? This is this is more story time with with Uncle Faz. Is I think they want to regulate. I, I think they want to have a hand in how virtual economies work, or or have the hand. 
They're going to say we're, we're we manage virtual economies in the United States, just like we manage the regular economy. And they're starting to see there's a lot of money in virtual economies right now. Gaming is just one sector. I can even see a, a, a virtual economic department of, of the Department of Commerce and shit. Easily. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We all know that's that's where they're heading. So anyway, that's that's what worries me about this. And, and I'm, I'm very intrigued to to uh, to see that uh, Jesse is actually available to start commenting on this because now he has a lot of valid experience. He's been he's been having to work through a lot of those issues with Gala Games and he's going to he now knows how a lot of this is. And he's going to be able to say, oh, guys, we might want to be careful. And right here, we might want to tone this down or, or reword this a different way. Or you might want to do your, your distributed stuff first rather than the centralized stuff first in this area. Yeah, I, I, I welcome, you know, all of the information that we can get, especially from somebody with the experience like Jesse. It's going to be great if he if he decides he wants to help out, you know, fantastic. I'll be excited. All right. Uh, Titan, you still there? Are we done? Yeah, I've I've talked myself silly here tonight yeah there's lending system right here is this this is this is a leaderboard lending what is this this is in the leaderboard section yeah talk to you yeah, gotta talk to timbo i have no clue i haven't read it yet either i've just heard him talk about it so i, I know his like the vision of it and a lot of things that he wants to implement in there how that integrates with the dow i don't know if he thought that through when he entered it in or if he just copied and pasted from his other this, stuff that he's already written this so. looks like repetition which means i might have to delete it out because we we do talk about well we're this is actually more more information than we had in the other parts so maybe the i i see some refactoring i've been seeing some refactoring in the light paper um where, where things have been it's like we present an idea and then we're going to do this and then we present another idea and we're going to do this. We present another idea and we're going to do this. So I take all those and we're going to do this out and just make that its own section. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So far, I don't think I've had a lot of influence on the stuff that's there other than a lot of my questions. <laughs> I, I, I put a zillion questions in here. Well, there'll be more. We'll do more podcasts. Um, I personally got to get going. I got to get ready to eat some eat alligators. alligators. Eat yeah. alligators. Try it out. Snakes. Awesome, man. Thanks for coming on tonight. It's been a while. Two weeks, man. Don't be disappearing to the woods no more. That's not my fault. Faz is out there getting like oh, he's blaming gone me. He's blaming me. Mr. Vacation half the year. He's, he starts giving Faz a hard time when Faz goes on a vacation. <laughs> As I should. I no believe. By the way, I think I'm going on vacation at the end of the month. I might be gone on the 27th, which is two weeks from now, which is a Thursday. So we either skip the Tao of Dow that week or we have it on a different day. Mm. Message me at the times. I'll see what I can move around. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I dedicated well, Thursdays, man. I yep. put Thursdays hey, aside. I do very much appreciate. Uh, we, we definitely both appreciate uh, you you coming on and, and talking about this kind of stuff. This is a very interesting subject and I I think it's it's great to see this stuff starting from the ground up. I, I think of this as a great educational series for people. Just That's not good. in a very... You know, for us, man. Not in a very <laughs> structured way. More of an unstructured kind of... <laughs> That's how I... Well, I think peeling back the onion and letting people see from the inside what it looks like to build something like this i think is intriguing to a Here's lot our of advertisement people. by the way this is this is this is not paid this is just because i'm nice <laughs> yeah nerd node 
for all your node hosting needs. Go to NerdNode. I, I my my request is is that I, I see that in in NerdNode rotating. It need we need some animation here. Okay. And, I, and I'll and I'll show it. So NerdNode actually real real quick NerdNode does have part uh, an interest in this DAO, right? Potentially, I with the nodes itself. Um, you know, NerdNode is hosting nodes, and so I, obviously I'm a part of NerdNode and would love NerdNode to host those nodes. There's a lot of nodes in those nodes hosting. But again, as a centralized organization, we're going to make that decision as a centralized organization. As we move down the road, maybe the DAO doesn't want NerdNode to host. And so, hey, and also if you are literally, if you if you have nodes on your own side, you don't have to host them with NerdNode. We just do a better job than everybody else. But you're going to be host. you're also going to be hosting nodes for every project that you can, right? Yeah, we're, I mean, obviously we're hosting all of Gala type nodes right now. Um, we have Miria on the list when they go live. We're doing some like Galvin, you know, connect green node type uh, stuff. About Galvin, real quick before you go. So Galvin. I know nothing. Well, well, there's there's some some uh, talk about the, the connect blockchain and the Gala blockchain. And the talk that I'm hearing is that maybe the Galvin nodes are moving from the Connect blockchain to the Gala blockchain or the Geary. Do you know anything oh, really? about that? I have not I have not heard anything like that of the kind. This could be total rumor. It, it's on CryptoFaz and that's, that's just what I've heard. I mean, it's it could. I mean, from what I understand about Geary, anybody can put their stuff on there. It's going to be an open source blockchain. That makes me more interested in Galvin. Notes. That is interesting. Yeah, but I mean, you can still like as Eric Schumacher came out, he called them all scams. So I mean, you can the connect still have, the connect design. blockchain. Well, Galvin came from the connect blockchain. Yeah, I mean, they're all well. well they they have a number of projects over there. They're they're oh, they're yeah. probably oh. some good ones in there. Oh, I, look, I can't I, I can't say whether I'm not I did not say that. I'm just saying <laughs> what benefactor did. Look, we host them. People have these nodes. We'll host them for you. That's fine. Uh, I mean, we obviously stand on a moralistic uh, side where if it's a some node that is doing illegal stuff, we will not host it. And as far as I know, uh, from what we've done, Galvin is not doing anything illegal, so we'll host your nodes for you. Are you saying if they get deemed as securities? Well, if they get deemed as securities, then you're that's you're not, a... That's not my end. I, no. That has nothing to do with us. We just host your node. It's We're doing a service for these people. So. All right. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Mr. Nate. Yeah. You guys enjoy your weekend. Um, no school tomorrow, so I'm heading over to the east side and uh, going to hang out there for the weekend. So you guys have fun, and we'll talk soon. Yes. Very cool. Thanks for tonight. I can't wait till next week. Cool, man. Take care, guys. See ya. All right. So what am I doing here? How do I turn this stuff off? I think I just I'll click that again. There we go. And he's out. He's gone. He's like, fuck you guys. Are you there, Titan? Did you leave? Too? I No, I'm right here. Okay. You're co-host, man. That'd be rude. Leaving me hanging like that. No. Wow. That was a lot of information. A lot of shit for an hour and a half. Wow. We had we were up to ten at one point, and we're my phone 11, was going right? up to eleven. My, now. Was uh, are we still live? Yeah, we're live. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. We uh, we got three new subscribers. My phone was going batshit crazy uh, on Twitter during the like show. Like our video, just to give us another additional like. Here we go. So I think small. I think this is evolving very very well. Um, I we could use some feedback for those of you who are listening. Uh, we've obviously expanded Faz Radio into. It, more of the brand Faz Radio with individual shows within them. Is that what you want to hear? Is there any other shows that you would want us to do? Is there, uh, how about the length? We haven't asked for feedback in a while. I'd love to hear some feedback on what you guys think Faz Radio is evolving into. Well, I'm quickly scaring up a link because somebody asked for a link to uh, post for zip bugs. I actually have two well, zip bugs. We have the Chrome no, bugs. What was that? Yeah. Uh, Luis Tafari was mentioning, he said he's got to get himself a zip bug. And so I said that you'll post the links to the various, because uh, you got two or three different collections now, right? Uh, there's, I think, three. At least three different collections of zip bugs. Uh, I made a, made the zip bugs, uh, which my daughter named, and then I have chroma bugs. Uh, chroma bugs were all the like the knockoffs that I did from the zip bugs, and then I just had more fun with those. And so I, I have a billion chroma bugs, and and some of them are like, there's a red one and there's a green one of the same style because I just couldn't make up my mind, um, and that seems to be how I've always done digital art is I make. I'll, I'll apply a filter or something and I'll be like, whoa, that's cool. And then I'll come up with another one. And it's like, well, that's cool too, but I don't want that. To, so then, you know, I, I so you'll, you'll see them in various states of, of, of finishedness, so to speak. One, one might have the eight bit filter and the other one doesn't. Um, well, I just put them both out there. And uh, you, you really ought to, it, it caught some traction. I noticed your landscapes. Uh, and you kind of abandoned that when you went on the down the road of the chroma bugs. I, I, think, I think you should you should look at that those landscapes again in some of your newly found free time. So the uh, the, the landscapes I actually got some specific fans of that. Hold on, how do I click this button? There we go. All right, let's go to the the Faz collections right here. They have a lot. We have my remixes. Well, okay, so we have textures right here. Uh, I'm I'm one of those people who really likes textures. <laughs> Don't know why, and so so I've I've made a number of different textures. There's not a lot. Um, your your favorite one was the peeling paint on your garage. That that texture I I just used as a filter for some of my bugs. I'll get back to that. Um, but anyway, actually, uh, well I, I'll. In my physical NFT, is these some of these textures actually do play a part in those physical NFTs as well? Um, let me go back here. If I go to just the zip bugs themselves, here, there's me. That's me also, a long time ago. Zip bugs, here we go. And go to the oldest. Yeah, this is all zip bugs now, so all you people looking for DAO stuff, uh, you you can either hang on or just deal okay where's the texture for the, the paint there's this neat um uh, ai art site 
called uh, Night Cafe that works really well with textures. Uh, it uses them as filters. Now this isn't, okay, I, I, I like this one. So this was actually a, a drawing that my, my daughter did. Come on, load, damn it. That I well, that's a track oh. drawing that, that I used as a filter. And it took my bug and it took her chalk marks and made a drawing out of it. And so this is my zip bug, exactly. But it's with her chalk. And I just had a blast with that. Because it's it it does it takes nothing away from the bugs. It doesn't add anything new. It's it's just its its own filter. And okay, well I love textures, so I, I did it with paint, I did it with grass, I did it with you know all sorts of stuff. Um find another one. With fire. What the hell, OpenSea? And I label well, it. With, with Night Cafe, I was just on Night Cafe last night. They updated the Stable Diffusion engine there. And they're doing a 50% off sale with everything you create with Stable Diffusion. Uh, so it's even cheaper. I found that creating NFTs is about to get what you want it's usually between 50 cents and a dollar to create an nft so you can do it for between 25 and 50 cents now uh which is fantastic so uh, all you nft builders or people who maybe want to get started with that night cafe is the uh the yeah, place to go to start yeah um they're not paid either just okay. so you know so and, here we go we don't referral links or anything like that but it faz introduced me to that um and that really helped uh i got my feet wet with how to create and what words to use so that you can take your art and transform it into things like right. like faz does with his bugs so this this right here the one that i'm showing on the screen this is peeling paint from the back of my garage it's it's uh apparently uh, it's vinyl paint uh latex paint painted over lead paint and so it, it's coming off and i like the texture in of itself but i also i ran it up as a filter against my bug and so it took out the, the bug was drawn in charcoal and so it took out all, all the charcoal and it just rendered it in this broken paint well that's fucking awesome and so uh it, it makes certain bugs certain bugs work really well with it and the other ones don't but it now it takes my my love for textures and allows me to combine it with the bugs uh stable diffusion actually it totally redoes your stuff if i did stable diffusion with this bug i wouldn't be able to say stable diffusion use my paint texture you'd say well render this render this picture as paint and then it just come up with its own shit so that's that i don't exactly like stable diffusion for that reason however uh if you're if you're careful, you can use you can use stable diffusion as a uh, as a filter, but you have to be very specific. Um, and there's, once there's a you lot figure of out the words, once you figure out the words, and if you there's a couple of great YouTube videos, if you search uh, how to how to talk to stable diffusion, it I I transformed the stuff that I was making into completely different things just by changing the words and learning the weighting of things. And I invested probably 10, 12 hours into videos as I was experimenting with all the various uh, different types of AI engines. Um, and 
man, it was absolutely worth it. I've created some some really really epic art. Um, okay, so- I got my collection together, and anybody who wants to try it, do it, man. Just throw fifty bucks in there, and go to town. Start to create. So here's here's some stable diffusion examples. Um, so I had uh, a, I had a wax seal. Uh, a purple wax seal here that I was playing with, and I had some paper in the background. And then I, I ran ran it against, you know, I, I typed in some words in Stable Diffusion, and it took the wax seal. Now, my first ones were these right here, and they look like wax seals, but they definitely, it's taken it as an inspiration. It's it's not exactly it. And these have turned into looking like badges. These are these are the, the pictures I have for my NFTs, uh, physical NFTs, which they're not done yet. I'm not uncreated but it can take some of these bugs and it can render it just like your bug if you kind of blur your eyes you'll see that it's 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 just like this like this guy right here is also this right here unappreciated necessity is ff rosh here it's the same one you can see uh that they're similar but it's not the same it's it's a heavy heavy filter and so that that's it becomes its own thing this one's another heavy heavy stable diffusion filter this is from my my flame bug, um, so I, I try to I try to be very specific with those. And then I have an eight bit uh, way that I do things. With this is all manual. Um, I like glitches and I like eight bit. And so this is this is just my my bug rendered and then run through my my eight bit filters. I like that. So uh, anyway. Uh, I don't know how we got into that, but I think it's because I was talking about similar stuff. Do you have anything else to, to offer before we, we get out of here? Uh, no, sir. I think we're rocking and rolling. It's a fantastic evening. Great show. Love having Nate on. Uh, I learned a ton. Uh, I'm so excited about this DAO. I think the not only the intention, but the... Uh, the people that are involved, the people who are coming from the community to lend their knowledge and their wisdom, their expertise, this group can really, I mean, if there's a way to make this successful, it's its not going to be very difficult with the group of people that are contributing to this. Yep. Uh, the goal of this show is to is to keep that stuff front and center, show how a DAO is being built and uh and get as many people as possible involved we want gamers involved so on that note any last words no sir it's good to good to be back on thursdays i'll tell you that yep all right thank you very much guys see you later bye